Yeah. Yeah. Punch bowl full of car keys for all my friends. Welcome back, everybody. Game within the game. We back. We are back. We are back. We got my friends up in here. Asking what's going on, fellas? What's going on? What's going on? Welcome back to a game within the game. I'm here with all of my friends. This your main man, Uncle T, riding with Mr. CBS. Shelvin Mack was good with your brother. What's up, man? I'm doing great. Can't complain. Enjoying this Atlanta weather right now. Pollen messed me up, man. How you feeling, man? Man, I'm cool as a fan, man. Cool as a fan. Petey, what's why, up, why everybody laughing, man? Hey, man, bluegrass bad hey, boy. Let Let's me just be honest, that. man. It's been it's been some debates. They done kicked me off the show for eight straight episodes, and now they brought me back. They gave me my lines, tell me when to speak, and and, and audience, I want you to let them know, man. Do y'all want me back on the show? Cause they just now let me back on the show. Hey, real talk with the audience. We want you back, Killer. We miss you. That's why we started with the punch bowl, the new clips. We got all our friends here. We're missing uh, Uncle Rodney, but my main man, the bluegrass bully, the grass bad boy, Coach right. Petey, what's happening with you? Yo, yo, yo. What's going on, a game within the game? You know, we back. We here for the real. What's up, Uncle Mel C, man? Welcome back. P, I you know, miss you, baby you. boy. I miss you, baby boy. You already know the love. It's all love. It's all Uncle love. Uncle T, you already know what it is. Hey, you know, so listen, we made it through March Madness, man. We made it through March Madness. Mr. CBS. We enjoyed watching you shoving on TV. Uh, the Kansas Jayhawks cut down all the nets. I just share with the fans a little bit. This is your first year doing uh, the Final Four and March Madness. What was your experience like this year? So it was a great year for me this year, especially having all the blue bloods. You know, um, I was up at Wally Zerviak. You know, his first year doing it. He had us, VCU, UConn, and Kentucky up there. Like, teams that shouldn't have been there in that situation, but we, we got through. It was a great overall experience. Being down in New Orleans, able to connect, to the, connect with the people. Uh, they're going through some things over the past few weeks with the weather, the, the hurricanes, the tornadoes going through. But it was great, man. I enjoyed it. Glad to be back in the gym. I, I was able to catch a few games, 80,000 people, get to see Coach K's last game. Couldn't ask for any, anything more. What was it like being a spectator this time around, though? Your first time going to spectator, right? Yeah, yeah. It was my first time going. You know, I, I had them close-up seats. I had it for practice. Well, you know, the game started. I, I was in row 220 for, for basketball. That's a problem in a football stadium. Yeah. Well, it was great just having everybody around, the energy, just seeing people walk down the street, you know, talking smack about where they're from, their school, this and that. You know, everybody out there is hoping Duke would lose. So that was great. And then also seeing Hubert Davis, uh, what he was going through earlier this year, being an African-American coach, you know, people wanted him fired. He was able to go through that. And then seeing Kansas. Ultimately, come through, win it, you know, play together as a team. It shows you that you need older players to win. They didn't really have any freshmen on the team. Then also seeing Jay Wright, what he's able to do with Villanova, consistently win year in, year out with six or seven players and, and people who just grind and, and love the program. Well, Mel, uh, Kansas made the largest comeback in Final Four history, championship game history in the second half. Did, did North Carolina implode or did Kansas go ahead and take that chip? Well, what I would notice most is the quarterback. The passes he threw was incredible. <laughs> was incredible. The running back was just incredible. The offensive line. Wait, wait a minute. We talk. Oh, sport killer. 
around you know, court. You've been going a long time, man. I was just playing. I know what I'm doing. So, in the world, we talking about the World Series. What we talking about? World Series. What we talking? The World Series of basketball, college basketball. NCAA. What you talking about? Hubert Davis, first year African American coach, come in there and get to the NCAA against the great white hope, Coach K, the same <laughs> Coach K that they say hated on the brother when he was about to get the job. Is anybody want to talk about that though? He beat, he beat the draws off of Coach K. You know Peter ain't going to talk about it. Oh, hold on, hold on. I'm going right. to say this again. I heard there was some dilemma. Coach P or Pete speak on it. Did you hear about the confusion when the brother was chose for a job? He didn't get the job. Coach K said he ain't ready. Did anybody hear about this? You talking about for the Duke staff? Yes, sir. What was what was the brother's name? T.S., uh, are you familiar with the story that I'm referring to? I'm, I'm, I'm familiar with it. It's a lot who, of stuff to go into it. But who was the brother that it was? They they say allegedly was first chosen for the job. Uh, I, I can't remember. Where, I can't remember where he was. The problem was with that situation is he had to quit being a head coach where he were where he was at and be on his staff for a year, then become the head coach. He didn't want to quit his other job. Okay, so that was the problem the with that. that that's yeah, the story, yeah. and that's why Coach K told him not to do it. He said, don't quit his job. Stay where you are. Don't follow me up. Is that what you hear too? No, he said, quit your job. And he's like, I'm not quitting my job because I don't know what's going to happen. Okay, he, so he don't, don't, don't want to get lost in that sauce. Okay. 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 I give him that. I just I heard a lot of confusion. He's controlled by the bag. This is what I heard. Now, I ain't sure it's factual. I am not in the inside of NCAA at all. What I was told was Duke chose an African-American head coach. I was told that Coach K told the African-American coach that was chosen, I'm not going to support you to take this job, so I don't want you to take it. And what's the dude's name who took the job? I got to look it up. No, that's 100%. He's not, I'm not supporting you to take this job. Right. I got the number one recruiting class coming in. You're not here. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's why. Yeah, yeah. So that's why you have someone on your staff usually a year before that succeeds you. So that, that's okay. kind of what happened with that. Okay. Well, I give him a pass. I don't know, Coach K. TT, what you think? Well, I don't have a big opinion on it. I mean, listen, um, when you're you're replacing a legend like Coach K, typically they're gonna try to keep it in the family. Think about when Bobby Knight left; they wanted to get somebody in Indiana who was Indiana blood, uh, probably uh, Bobby Knight bloodline. I think K- Coach K would want to do the same thing in that respect. Uh, I don't have a problem with the hire. Um, I think in that situation you're talking about with Coach K and the aforementioned coach. I think he was just telling them that not from a racial perspective, just really, hey, listen, man, if you're not going to be here, I got the number one recruiting class coming in. Chill. You know, Pete, I don't know what your take is on that. Hey, John Shire got it done with the number one class. So, I mean, it's his class coming in for the most part because him and Nolan Smith were the head recruiters, if I'm not mistaken. So if they're bringing in the number one class, then they should get to coach the number one class. Yeah, yeah. So the problem with the thing with the number one class is like I'm coming here and like they use Coach K to recruit them. They want to have somebody who's already there. It's hard to recruit that you're going somewhere and you're not there. That that was the problem. Uh, but Nolan left for some reason. We don't know or whatever. You know, he's in he's in Louisville right now and he was on Coach K's bench. So I can see a little bit of both things. What are you talking about, Mel? Well, yeah, I, I just it's Tommy Amaker, I think his name is. And, and, uh, he's, a he's, he's a dookie. Yeah, he is a dookie. So I'm not sure uh, if he intentionally interfered with the potential hiring of an African-American coach. But I know 
They say, now this is a word on the street. This is what the blog was saying. That Tommy Amaker was much more qualified than John Sher, and his record is proven that. It's ridiculous that he wasn't given a chance, but that's who Duke trusted to take over. But Coach K stepped in from what I was told and what I heard, and that he wanted Shire to be the coach. But what I'm saying is back to what's important. I think that Coach K had a great run. He's produced so many phenomenal players. I was surprised uh, in the NCAA championship when Hubert Davis lost it. I'm impressed that he got that far being a first year coach. And I'm, you know, I'm ecstatic to say that a, hey, any coach in his first year, black, white, Asian, Indian, got his boys produced at that level. So that's, what's important, man. Cause you know, in basketball, all of us who played sports, you know, I played at a high, high, high level city league, you know, at least three years. So everybody knows that played at that Snoop level. Dogg high level. Yes, a super high level. That Snoop when you on the court, Snoop Dogg high level. Mm-hmm. When you on the court, ain't nobody passing the ball looking. If you black, white, Asian, Indian, everybody's is bonded together to try to win. So I'm impressed what Kansas did. I'm really impressed with Hubert Davis win. Bill Self, is this his first or second? I don't know how many this was for Self. Second championship, I believe. Second championship. Yeah. It's, second. it's only it's only a couple of coaches that got multiple NCAA championships. Shout out to Bill Self. Shout out to Hubert Davis, though. I know Matt got a strong opinion on him because he didn't think he was crazy about him as a coach, but his team got it done. They got to the championship. I do want to give a shout out to my main man, Virginia's finest, one of Virginia's finest, Armando Baco. Uh, he he would have he would have been the, the most outstanding player if they would have won. However, although he didn't cut down the nets, he did secure himself a spot in the NCAA All Ugly team, all time first ballot All Ugly. Period. Yeah, I heard that. Can, can anybody show me a picture and put it on the screen? Now, I'm not familiar with this all ugly guy, but if Tory oh, is nominated, if Tory nominated him for the all ugly team, no, uh, not he, only is he all ugly, he first ballot all ugly, Hall of Fame all ugly. My question to you, Pete, is who else is in the all ugly team? We thinking about NBA players. I got some people in mind, but I don't know many that can get Armando Baker. But T- T- P, 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 before you ask this, I'm going to tell you, just like Tony Delp told me and Shelvin, be real cautious with this all-hugger team. <laughs> Some of these dudes are in Kentucky and Atlanta, and they won't see about you. But you go ahead. They know they're ugly. Hey, that, uh, that, that Popeye Jones and that Sam Cassell, they was they were two two cats that I used to see on NBA Live. Yeah, and even on First NBA bad. Live. Oh, they, man. They, oh, they're ugly on NBA Live on the video game? Oh, it was just the video game. The video game didn't do him no justice, man. And, and that's and that's what I'm building off of. The video game. The video game had my man out there looking like Baraka off of Mortal Kombat, man. I, I'm... Oh, you could. <laughs> if you ugly in the video game, you know you ugly. <laughs> no, nah, it was yeah. It, it, that's what it was. It was just a video game look, man. And I mean, you know, when when we used to play. Uh, NBA Live with Sam Cassell was on when Sam Cassell oh, was on the, on the Rockets. Uh, that, that young fella, all he needs is a little bit of money. He's going to clean that up. Don't worry about that. I don't know what you can do with that disposition in his face. Yeah. Hey, Tyrone Hill ugly too. Yeah. He, he, he in my top five all time ugly with George Marisol. He Hall of Fame, uh, Joe, uh, Tyrone Hill. He Hall of Fame. He Hall, Hall of Fame. Armando Bacot on his way, man. So shout out to Virginia's finest and the All Ugly team. Mm-hmm. We wish him nothing but the best. He is coming back to play his uh, senior year in North Carolina. So none but the best. Basketball's in full swing. We'll be getting into the play-in games. 
And I saw something the other day, well, yesterday, we saw uh, Zion Williamson doing 360 dunks it, it, with nobody around him in practice. Pete, I want to ask you, do anybody care? And first of all, I don't care about him doing dunks. I want to see him run some suicides. Hey, Were you impressed what, by this man dunking? What, what, what is it for? It's it's all for nothing. He's not out there with his with his with his partners. He's not out there with his brothers playing in the playoffs. You know he he's he's just coming to warm up, and and he's dunking. Nah, Zion, you need it. We need in game dunks. We don't need warm up dunks. I don't need the crowd to be ooh and ah. I need you to get buckets. So get was- back, get healthy, and come get buckets, and then dunk. Do your your warm up dunk in game, and then we talking about something. Man, was you impressed by them dunks Zion was doing? Uh, I was impressed, but like, yeah, I take it back to uh, to the old school, to high school. We have to monitor the minutes that these high school and AU players are playing. I played in a tournament this weekend. We played four games in forty eight hours. Back in the day when we played, they were, I mean, a few years ago it was seven games in a weekend. It is ridiculous. It's a money grab, and people have to smarten up, or they have to protect their kids. There's no reason any kid should be playing four games in 48 hours. I don't know what the shoe companies are thinking. I don't know what the industry is thinking, but it's no reason. Number one, on your fourth game, and as I saw my players, you can compete, but you're not competing at your best level. So Zion has been subjected to that for the last five years, being a dunker and putting his body through that punishment. And that's why, unfortunately, I hate to say this, we might not see the best of Zion for the next four to seven years because – his body has broke down before he even got a chance to put it on display. Yeah, Shit, no, what I, you think? Uh, I, I kind of agree with you. The reason why I disagree is because we've seen LeBron, we've seen Melo, we've seen other people who take it seriously and take care of their body. You understand where you got to get to to be at that level. I don't think they take it seriously right now because everything's kind of handed to them. Like LeBron had to go through some different things that to realize, like, I only got one body. I don't know how much money I, I make. I can't buy another leg. I can't buy another arm. I can't buy another knee. So you take care of your body. And the young kids right now don't see it. You know, you go to AU, you get all, all the shoes, all the gear, and all that, and they're not focusing on, at the end of the night, I need to get an ice bath and do this. When you get to the pro level, you realize that, and that's what's taking Zion a few years to get that. And then also, <clears throat> you know, with Anthony Davis, the same thing. But it also might be a problem with down there in New Orleans because Anthony Davis had the same situation with Zion had being a number one pick. His players is being injured all the time. Well, I got an interesting take on that. So I agree with you guys with the, the, the low management in high school with these kids. But can somebody protect them from stop eating all these damn cheeseburgers, red man. beans and rice, uh, 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 beignets and jambalaya? Mm. That man looked like he was about 400 pounds in them day on uh, dunks. I, I thought I saw the earth moving when he did the 360. Pete, he came down one time. I thought he blew both his knees out. <laughs> so he had to kind of kind of hey. duck walk back over there and get ready again. <clears throat> Pete, what, what you went with? Rumble, rumble, young man, rumble. Yeah, you know, Zion, you know, it's good eating down there in the boot. Yeah. There's no denying that. But he got to stay away from him crawfish. I know him crawfish are good. He got to stay away from that gumbo. It's adding extra pounds on him. But, you know, it's just about the discipline. It's, that's, that's all it is. But when you are the number one guy down there and you don't have really a vet to look up to or a vet to step up to you and tell you when you're doing wrong, you don't know because you're the man. So when you're the man, 
you don't listen to nobody. So Zion's down there just doing his thing and ain't nobody saying anything to him. So I, I like that. I like the fact that CJ McCollum is down there. Maybe CJ McCollum can step to him, you know, especially after what CJ McCollum did last night. And if he's going to lead him through the playoffs like that, he'll definitely be able to step to Zion. He just need to pull man. that plate away from him, man. Get them collard greens yeah. from him, brother. Need to take he, him he under his him. wing. Yeah. yeah, he gotta just take him under his wing. That's, that's yeah. all. He just need. He just needs a little straightening. That's all. Zion we down there, he's too good. We saw yeah. LeBron do it though. LeBron, when he was with the Heat, he took it upon himself to drop when he went back. I guess to Cleveland from the Heat. I think he dropped twenty something pounds, twenty five pounds, just to make sure he can take care of his body and and, and withstand the rigors of an NBA season. Shell, you know better than anybody else what your body goes through. I'm like this. Again, it was impressive seeing Zion dunk, but he's 6'6". He's explosive. I didn't see that man run one suicide. You know what I'm saying? I didn't see him go baseline to baseline one time. Tell me if he's in shape. What do you got to do in the NBA to make sure you can play? I don't know if anybody, well, people can play an 82-game season, but what do you got to do to make sure you stay in shape in the NBA? The biggest thing and biggest saying, you can't outwork a bad diet. What you put in, put in your body. As you see, it took Joe and MB a few years. I don't know if you remember a few years back, he was eating a cheeseburger on the court before the game. And, like, they had it all up there. It's like, he's always been hurt. You don't see any of it now. He's able to play 80 games. He's in the MVP conversation because he learned how to take care of his body. Well, that's the part where I think the NBA is kind of slipping a little bit. <clears throat> don't have any vets around anymore. Like, vets around 35, 34, besides the Lakers. But most teams don't don't have that, and guys can't see and learn from someone else. If I'm 20, if I'm Zion probably 20, 21, and before CJ got there, besides Steven Adams, Steven Adams, the next the next oldest player is probably 23. And he haven't been able to learn the process. So I think that's the that's the problem with everything. It's funny, man, because at the end of the day, um Zion is, is a generational talent. I think, and he's in a situation right now where he needs to take care of his body. I'm going to give y'all a little bit of game. It's more to being a professional than getting paid, okay? You got to do everything else besides getting paid and just being an athlete. If he don't watch it, this man going to be playing defensive tackle for the New Orleans Saints next season because he's sitting there <laughs> looking like he's about 340. He's about 340 right now, 6'6". He can get a starting spot with the Saints. I think he can make it. I'm can not going to allow you to keep fat shaming this man just because he eats. Yeah, fat, he just thick. One, like, two, like, a, three. like a sausage. Just because he go to one, two, three buffets a week does not make him overweight. <laughs> 300, 330 is a normal playing weight. I played my freshman year at 220 <laughs> as a point guard. <laughs> as, as a 5'8 point guard. Three, 330 <laughs> is nothing to shame about. Look, that, if Zion wants for you. If Zion Rick, uh, we, uh, what's his name? Zion Williamson. Yeah. Zion Williamson wants to break Shaquille's record for the biggest big man at six eight, six nine, five inches lower. Let him do it, man. He's still able to dunk. He's still able to box out, and he can still box out when he go to the buffet. That's the most important. <laughs> exactly. He, he makes go to the buffet and box like out. Like he had a record, man. How many? How many games has he missed a whole year? He missed a whole season. Now Ben Simmons missed a whole year, but you ain't talking. You ain't fat shaming him, TT. Well, because well, he missed ain't fat. Because he ain't fat. <laughs> <laughs> we about to get to Ben Simmons. I'm glad you brought him up. So Ben Simmons, he's been hurt. He's with Brooklyn. Brooklyn won their playing game, so it's about time to go. But let me ask you, Kill. I'm gonna just kick it right back to you. I right, kick it back it, to it, you. Is, is Ben the missing piece for the Nets? Is he gonna be able to get them a chip? 
I think that if he comes in and plays his role and distributes the ball and plus they, you know, rebounds and plays defense, they can get that. I am not a big fan of the Nets. I like KD and I know he's extreme talent. I like uh, Kyrie, but you know, my, my players on my team and my sons, they are Nets crazy. I just don't see it. I don't think you can put three or four all Americans or excuse me, hall of famers together and get chemistry. Now, I, I could be wrong. I hadn't watched the Nets a whole lot this year because they hadn't played, but chemistry is the most important thing in basketball, in my opinion. Shell, am I wrong? I think you're wrong. If you look in history, besides mm-hmm. Toronto, mm-hmm. might be one team. You have to have three Hall of Fame players on your team to win an, to win an NBA championship. So it might be like uh, – Do they, they have got, that? They Detroit's might. The only team, no, Detroit's the only team that I think got it done. No, they got, no, Rasheed Wallace is a Hall of Famer, Chanti, and then Ben Wallace. Ben Wallace. Oh, t- hold on, so, wait, 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 wait. Rasheed in the Hall of Fame right now? Not yet, he will, but he, he will. will be. He, he, yeah, he's a Hall of Fame player. He, he will be. I love yeah. Sheedy, but I don't think he's getting in. Mm-hmm. So, what? hold on, hold on. Let's go back to Brooklyn. Is mm-hmm. Brooklyn, does it, do they have three Hall of Famers? Are you saying that Ben Simmons is a Hall of Famer? Yeah, too. I, I, I can't say that now. But, but you said they're going to win. The Hall no. of Fame is saturated. Yeah, uh, it just depends on. Down the down the road, if he comes, that it'd be the thing. But what's so great about Ben Simmons is that he compliments those players. He's not usually how three Hall of Fame players that they all want to shoot. He's the exact opposite. He's like a Dennis. I ain't gonna say Dennis Rodman. He I don't know how to. He's a point he's guard, a, Dennis Rodman. He's a Ryan Harper. He's a he's no, a he's a six no. ten Draymond Green. That that's the no. best way I can describe him. And Draymond Green will probably eventually be in the Hall of Fame, whether we no like way. it or not. Absolutely. Whether we like it or not, not, not Dre gets in. Yeah, Draymond gets. No, Dre, Dre's in. a great piece for that team. He's not a Hall of Fame player. He's, he's great for that team. He's, he's, he's great for that team. But 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 Draymond has he been first team All NBA ever? He's, he's, I can, I can he's in the Hall of Fame if you've never been first team All NBA. Has he been an All Star? How many years is he All Star? One. He's been year? like he's been like seven. He's been like five to eight times NBA All Star. You gotta go. Hey, hold on, hold on. I want y'all to stop real quick. Cause I do this to Shell because I love him. Shell throws out all these facts and no. nobody checks him on it. Now I, you would assume, since these are his peers, that he would be right. Now I'm not I saying he's wrong. He said how many years for Draymond? Said about, five, about five times. No, what did he I, say though? I ain't saying what you're saying now. What did he just say? I said Draymond Green has probably been a five to eight time NBA All Star. Okay, let, let, let's just. So I said five times. Yeah, I'm gonna look at. I, I know. I know he's been. I know he's been first team on defense. Yes, for oh, sure. And it, and it, yes, he has. And he's one defensive player of the year. Too. And he, oh, yeah, yes. he's Hall of Fame. Anytime, anytime you win an individual accolade like that and you can follow it up with with, with more accolades, you, I believe you're a Hall of Famer. That, that's just my opinion. When, when you win a defensive player of the year and you can follow it up with first team all defense three or four times and, and a five to seven, five to eight time all star. That's hollow. That's that's hollow pain. So 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 Draymond. So so Draymond. I got the Draymond. I got the fact check. Okay, I was about to say I got it too. Go ahead, Chef. He's never been a defensive player of the year, but he's been a four-time All-Star and three-time NBA champ, and he's played on the best team in NBA history. No, he's been three. He's been on three three times first team all 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 defense. Yeah, 2014, just, yeah. 15, 2015, 2016, and 2016, 2017. He'd been second team twice, 2017 and 2018. Well, excuse me, the 2017-18 season, 
in 2018-19 season. Listen, I'm not saying Draymond oh, yeah. can ball. He, he did win a defensive player on uh, um, player of the year 2016-17. Well, he, he might get in the Hall of Fame. And he's two time. I'm 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 start over. My bad, fellas, and everybody. Listen, four time All Star, two time All NBA, six time All Defense, three time NBA champ, one time Defensive Player of the Year. <laughs> well, if Ben Wallace can get in, he can get in. Hey, that's what I'm saying. Come on now. I, I see Ben Wallace. I, not Ben Wallace. Pardon me, Ben Simmons. He gonna be he gonna be in the Hall of Fame for setting picks for the for the new for the New York Nets or the Brooklyn Nets because all he's gonna be doing is doing the pick and roll all day. For KD and for Kyrie, he'll be setting them screens so those two guys can get off. That said, defensively is where I think he can make a difference because he can guard anybody and everybody, and they and tough defensively. And let's go with Ben Simmons in four years, three-time All-Star, All-Rookie, Rookie of the Year, two-time All-Defense, one All-NBA. He's on the pathway to be a Hall of Famer and in four years. Is Ben Wallace a Hall of Famer yet? He's yes. in. Oh, hey. Ben Wallace is in. Oh, yeah, do you, want, do, you, do you want to pull his stuff up for you, Mel? No, I'm looking hey, at it, but I but just be, be quick. But just <laughs> be, be quick. Hold on, hold on. But just I to be accurate. Be but hold on, hold on. Just, just to be accurate, you know you was wrong, right? Your facts was wrong. On, on what? On I said, who you, I said, you said five. five to eight years. You was wrong, just to be accurate. I, I didn't know if you was wrong or not, but I know you. <laughs> I, I was one year off. Yeah, so what he got four, four all stars. Uh, been uh, what's called it? Draymond did. Uh, Ben yeah, Simmons he got four. Is... He got four instead of five. Mm, I just know my, my boy. My bad. So, well, I want to give a shout out to somebody. We're gonna keep it in the NBA, Pete. I'm gonna kick it to you in a second here. But shout out to Patrick Beverly because the Minnesota Timberwolves won the chip uh, two nights ago when they beat the Clippers. Oh, oh excuse me, they did not win the chip. <laughs> they they acted like the they won the chip. But they first did not of all, win the chip. they did Pete, not win the chip. If anybody didn't see it, uh, Patrick Beverly, uh, Cat Williams, or Cat, uh, Cat, whatever his name is, uh, uh, Cat, Big Cat, Big, Big Cat, Cat. Uh, Minnesota beat the LA Clippers in the playing game to make it, and they had the, the the best celebration in the history of the world for winning the game to get to the playoffs. Not not they didn't win the chip, but you thought they won the chip. Pete, what's your opinion on this, specifically on Patrick Beverly? They celebrated more than the Rams, crying. Pete. Yeah, they celebrated crying, more than man. the Rams. I know. The man was crying like, like somebody right. got nah, shot. That's 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 what happens when you are the underdog. You look around and you have a whole bunch of young guys in the locker room and don't nobody believe in you but you. And and they knew that they had to come seat. through. But they knew they had to come through in that game. That I think they got the seven. But they knew they had to come through to that game to get in the playoff. And it was it was. It was game time. It's you. You built the whole season. They played hard. They played good the whole season. Well, they played well the whole season. It comes down to one game, and they show up. They didn't. Now that's the thing. Why I believe the reason why they acted like they acted is because they didn't believe that they was gonna win that game. Thank you. <laughs> and that's Thank why. You. And that's and that's exactly why they celebrated like they did. They was like, "Oh, we better than what we thought we were." But yeah. little do you know, now you now you go from the the fish tank, the holding bag, into the shark tank. You see what I'm saying, Mel? See, Uncle Mel, you, you, go, you go from the home, you know, you know when you go to the to the to the store and you buy the fish and you got them in the little holding bag. That's the play-in tournament, right? Yeah. Yeah. All the fish don't make it in the bag. Yes, sir. When, when you put them in that tank and you open it up, uh, it's shark tank in there now. These are the it's these on. are the teams that yeah, and and it's just not one game. Uh, well, you got to win a couple uh, more than one. 
Well, P, what I can back you up on, I think it was a celebration. Beverly was excited, but tell me if I'm wrong, P. Mm-hmm. Did he have a Budweiser can in his post game interview? <laughs> it was, you know, it's. Did he? Did he? It's anything to make a buzz now. Anything to hit hey, social media. With that mail, he definitely did. And then Budweiser hit him on Twitter, and they said they're gonna make it uh, the Budweiser. Budweiser. Okay, so it worked. I was sending it to you right now. They they tweeted him and all that. And it's like, how would you like if it's the the Budweiser? I mean, the Budweiser. I like it. So that's good marketing. But the only thing I can thank is, man, is that Minnesota since KG and uh, Steph Steph left, they've been on the downslide. They just been floating. Whatever Bev said, he made a guarantee when he got there. And I have never met Beverly. I seen him. He's just an ordinary looking dude. But that MF is a bad man. He is a bad man. And I can't say no difference. He's a bad man. Mac, Mac, you played against him. What's your, I mean, I don't want you to say nothing bad about Pat, Bev, but was he just doing too much, man? He was definitely doing too much in in that situation. The reason why I say, like, underdog is someone who doesn't have the same budget or the same facilities and stuff with someone else. That's that's not an underdog. Mm-hmm. Like me at Butler, we ain't have a private jet flying everywhere. We underdog. They got a cap at 120 million. The other team got a cap at 120 million. They spent the 120 million dollars. Yeah. yeah. And I want to say the Timberwolves had two all-stars on their team as well. Yes they did. Yeah, that's the perception we have is they are underdog. They was doing mm-hmm. uh a lot, but I, I can understand where he, he was coming from the, the point of he used to play for the Clippers. And they said, we don't need you no more. Don't worry about it. It was just like his revenge game. So like, I, I get that. But he definitely did a, a lot when he played. He got he got a game on Saturday, Sunday. Hope you're ready to bring them, bring them things. Because other teams see that. And we ain't got time for that. Yeah, and, and we're going to talk about it, too. Here's my take on Patrick Beverly. Patrick Beverly is the tallest, tallest midget. Pat Bev can beat me in basketball every day of the week. But Pat Bev talked so much cash trash to everybody. And to be quite frank, a shout out to him for getting to the NBA on heart, will. He's definitely skilled. He plays hard. Uh, a shout out to you, Pat Bev. I'm not dis- diminishing your, your accomplishments, but let's yeah. just be honest. Dog, you ain't all that. You out there, you know, fouling everybody every play, talk more trash. You know, he in the trash talk Hall of Fame. You know, if Baco in the Ugly Hall of Fame, he in the Trash Talk Hall of Fame, but he ain't got nothing to back it up with. He was there with, with, with the Clippers. He was, a, what, the fourth or fifth best player? They had to take him out of the game at the end of the game with the Clippers just to have a shot at winning. Now, I do think he made a positive impact in uh, Minnesota's locker room, but shut up, man. Yeah. I, I agree with some stuff you're saying. It's like he, he's a little too loud, but a game within a game, is there in this world and things we do, your effort can take you a long way. He ain't the mm-hmm. best player as a he ain't the best basketball player. Probably, ain't, probably not even top seven, eight talented dudes on his team, but his effort impacts the game at a different rate that other guys don't have that. And he didn't give up. Like he, I don't know if y'all know his story. Been overseas, coming back, working and grinding. But overall, his effort is what was, puts him apart from everyone else. Here's some more game, too. It's some more game, too, man. The locker room counts. Leadership yeah. really counts in sports. Mm-hmm. It counts. And I will say this about Pat Bev. He provided that team some leadership that I think they needed. Cat don't have that. 
I, I, I just don't think he has. I think he's ultra talented. I'm not saying he can't be a leader, but I will say he's not proven himself to be a guy to take his team to the next level. Now, I, I think when Pat Bev came over there, he had an opportunity to really show them, hey, y'all, this is what it takes. We need some grit and grinding. I'm going to leave from the front. Pete, you got something to say about it, right? Well, I, you know, just speaking on Cat's behalf, Cat, Cat, you know, with the loss of his mother, you know, it, it, it takes a lot out of you. You know, he's navigating. He's navigating the NBA, being successful, you know, the, the baby thing, the baby situation, the losing of his mom. You know, it's a lot in there of the reasons why maybe he hasn't stepped up to be a leader. Now, Pat, Pat Bev, Pat Bev comes in. He's, he's just, he's your lead dog. You know, the husky that's at the front of the sled that, that's going to lead you through the snow. That's Pat Bev. You, 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 like, you link him up with the rest of the dogs. Here we go. We're going to go this way with it. You that's see right. what I'm saying? And the thing is about him, he leads by example. Yeah. It's not, he's, he's going to woof. He's going to woof. He, hey, I'm a talker too. <laughs> that's, what I, that's, that's what I do. I'm a talker. But at the same time, I'm going to show you. You're going to hear me while I show you. But I'm going to show you too. But you're going to hear me while I show you. And that's what and that's what Pet Bev does. And, and and when you have somebody that you can look at that that that's that's your lead dog in front of you, and you know he's never gonna stop, he's not gonna quit, he's gonna keep at it, even when they got into the tussle. You know, he's he was he was hyped. He, and then he just brings the energy. It's all about the energy. And, and when you get those young guys that can play, that Edwards kid, he showed out. That's Atlanta's finest, ATL's finest. <laughs> Shell been in the gym with him. I was gonna say, like mm-hmm. the leadership is very important. My uh my junior year when I was playing City League, <laughs> I led, <laughs> I led my team to a 12 and 0. 12 and 0 I'm talking about Mel. I'm talking about you're a winner. Yeah, I'm a winner. I'm a leadership. Now, when I played the special leg class, it was a little tougher because they're a little stronger than us. But I still kept my focus and my exposure. Now, Pete, stay with me right here, right? So the Brooklyn Nets are in the playoffs. Brooklyn Nets are in the playoffs. We got Kyrie in the playoffs. We're going to see him in Brooklyn for every home game. You are base, our resident baseball expert. I'm going to just keep it real with you. Baseball season, they came out the lockout. We're playing baseball now. Glad to have baseball back. I know you are, Pete, but, but real talk. Do the Nets have the Yankees to thank for Kyrie being able to play? Because let's think about this. Aaron Judge was not vaccinated. And in New York City, they were not letting people who were not vaccinated in entertainment work until baseball season came around. The Yankees is the biggest show in town in New York. Not the Nets, not the Knicks. It's the Yankees. Do <laughs> do, do, do the do the Yankee do the Nets have the Yankees to thank for Kyrie being able to play? It's it, I believe it comes down to baseball is an outdoor sport, you know, and at the end of the day, those baseball players is going to get to play. So I just believe that New York mayor, he was like, yeah, we just going to lift this because the baseball players are going to play. And we all know that the New York City, New York City, they revolve around baseball. So, yes, Kyrie Irving and the Brooklyn Nets need to thank the New York Yankees for helping them win this NBA championship. If they get because because if the Yankees the if the Yankees and the Mets don't come back to play, Kyrie doesn't get to play, and then it's Ben Simmons and KD, and I don't believe they those two can get it done. Mel, see what you think? Um, 
I'm not, you know, I'm not sold on the Nets, man. Like I told you, Sheldon said I'm wrong. I think chemistry is the key. I think the fact that Kyrie has been on and off for the last three months, if I'm on that team, I'm just going to be honest. If I'm on that team, I'm looking at Kyrie like this month, MF. You come every other game. You done threw the chemistry off. When you come, you're shooting up 22 shots. I went to see Kyrie at the house game. I have never seen a man shoot that many shots and miss and act like he didn't do it. He might have shot 11 straight times and kept shooting. My family is a Kyrie fan. I'm a, I mean, I'm a semi-Kyrie fan. I'm a Shelvin Mack fan, let's just be honest. And everybody else is secondary in the NBA to me after that. So, but Kyrie can play, but I just, I just don't see, I just don't think you can develop chemistry and win a championship with somebody doing the things that Mr. Irvin has done. Tori, what do you think? Well, Mac, let me kick it to you because because I know you you probably look closer to this. Do do the Nets got to thank the net the, the Yankees right now for Kyrie playing? I, I think they definitely have to. Speaking of what Mel is talking about, him just being in and out, it gave him some some chemistry of him being there every game. No, he's not playing. Um, no, me being NBA, the start. I'm I, I was usually a backup for a while, majority of the time. If Jeff go out, it's my time to shine, get 20 shots. And then when he mm. come back, I got to go back to my five or six. My flow ain't the same because I can shoot some shots that I normally don't take. I got That's the right. minutes. I know exactly what's going on, and, and it kind of messes you up as a team. But overall, Brooklyn definitely should thank the Nets for getting – I mean, uh, the, the Yankees and the Mets to get involved with the situation because without them, I don't think it would have went there. I think a lot of it became hardball is that – Kyrie think he's bigger than the mayor, and he's just pushing back at, at that at that level. That's what I, that's what I personally feel. So let me give y'all some game here, real quick. So the New York Yankees is arguably the the biggest sports franchise, period, in any sport, anywhere. Football, best. The Cowboys is right there next to them. I think if you're the Yankees owner, I think they made a call. Was like, yo, Aaron Judge is not vaccinated. We are not going to pay 182 games. And we're going to have 70 of those games with Aaron Judge not playing. It's not going to happen. New York lives and dies with those Yankees. And I'm a Mets fan. But let's be honest. I think a call was made. I don't think a call from the Brooklyn Nets ownership can make that happen. I don't think a call from uh, the, the NBA commissioner can make that happen. I think the Steinbrenner family is like, yo, we ain't doing this. I need to get this money. And there was two other Mets players that was not vaccinated too. So I think when the baseball season came around, the call was made and just so happens it's the same time as the NBA playoffs. So look, the Nets, I 100% think, I 100% think you have the Yankees to thank. And if you guys get a chip this year, Kyrie, you need to be at every Yankee game. KD, you need to be at every Yankee game because Aaron Judge is the reason you are playing in the postseason and you advancing. Simple. Sure. Yeah. Tori, is it going to be a championship? And if it's not a championship, is it even relevant to this conversation? Tori, the well, question is, is it going to be a championship? That's it. They're going to have a shot. They're going to have a shot with Kyrie is what I'm saying. Are they going to make the finals? So, Are they going to make the, East, the, the NBA finals? That's the question. They're going to be in the Eastern Conference final in the East. I can say that. So is it all this worth it? Think about it. Yes. Think about it. They went through all of this to make the Eastern Conference finals. He broke some rules. He didn't play. They paid him his money. He messed up the chemistry. They let him do what he wanted to do. Is it worth it to make the Eastern Conference Finals? Yes. To me, to me, it's worth it because we all we all know, don't mess up the bag. 
There you go. P- people, people bought tickets. Y'all went to the game. Get, get some game on Nets, that, man. Not for the Nets versus the Hawks. I went to the game because of Kyrie was playing. Mm-hmm. Okay. So okay. you and your family bought six tickets or got six tickets, parking and all that. You can't mess up the bag. And I think it's what it got to that level. It's like we're messing up our money now. It's also, and, and they had to bring it down, I feel like, to the mayor. It's like people are flying in out of the out of the country from different places to be in this venue to watch someone play, I don't know, at Yankee Stadium. And Aaron Judge ain't here. They're not doing that. They're spending money at the hotels, restaurant. It's, it's helping the economy out a lot. And I think he started to realize that later on when baseball season come around. Because this Torres Man was out. It was a little bit wrong. 80 home games, not 70. So Whatever it is. You know, you got, they play you got, 182 you got, total. My bad. Yeah. I got a Tennessee I, education, man. Yeah. I ain't so going to Yeah, all of us who I ain't graduate. I'm working on it. You graduated. I did. My, 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 my bad. You, you went up. But <laughs> all, that stuff, all of that stuff plays a role in having a sports team. That's why every sports team is profitable. You could be 0-82. Your team's going to make some money. Well, mm. but, but how, how impactful is that playoff money for the NBA teams on that? That's where the money is. So the So – being in it and doing it, the playoffs are, are more impactful for the owner than the player. Yeah. Because because mm-hmm. we have a pot. So the, like your pot might be if you win an NBA championship, your pot might be $20 million. You're splitting $20 million up with 15 different players. That's less than what KD and LeBron make a game. So that you got them for 16 games. Well, you got to win 16 games to get it. But you got them for 25 games for six thousand dollars a game that's right. why it's so impactful for them to play that's right and then then they selling season tickets at a greater percentage for the playoffs than they did for the regular season plus they playing the nba stars less than they normally get paid so it's just, it's like you hit your goals when the playoffs come it's all it's more profit so yeah, yeah they gotta get that it, it's, more profit. it's way more profit so we played in the first round won seven games one year I think we might be capped off as each player got 30,000 for yeah. seven games. Mm-hmm. Someone making 25 million is making more than $30,000 a game. Mm-hmm. But he got 30,000 for seven games. You're profitable right there. He has to play. That's right. So you're making the same amount as LeBron in the playoffs. Yeah, yes. equal. Every, yeah. Every, everyone makes the same thing. And that's the, that's the thing why some owners are willing to take that risk and get there, and someone is like, he might get hurt. Like, I'm cool. I don't want to do this. I don't want to do that. It's like it's too. It's, it's a it's a big risk. But whenever war happens, oh, you in there now. That's right. So, so Pete, I got a question for you. We're gonna switch off of basketball. <laughs> That's some good insight. So, Deshaun Watson, um, went through a lot. He sat out yeah. all last season. And for for all of y'all listening in America, we've been talking about Deshaun Watson, Baker Mayfield the past couple of past couple of podcasts and he signed the largest deal in NFL history for guaranteed money. However, Steve Bashotti, the owner of the Ravens said this, I don't know if he could have been the, I don't know if he should have been the first person to receive a fully guaranteed contract. That's something groundbreaking and he'll make negotiations harder. When he said he, he means Steve Bashotti is going to make negotiations harder for anybody else. Pete, let me ask you something. Is this a Deshaun Watson thing? Because it was Deshaun? Would he say the same thing if it was uh, 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 Aaron Rodgers who got that same money? He's he's the owner of the Ravens. The Ravens, they play the Cleveland Browns twice a year. And Lamar Jackson should be coming up for a contract or 
an extension soon, right? Yes, sir. So understand now that Deshaun's in your same conference. Well, he's I mean, he's in your he's in your division, and you play him twice, and he's getting and he didn't play last last season at all. And they bring him in and give him a fully guarantee. And you have a guy that has led you to the playoffs year after year, and he's up for a contract contract extension. That's why the Ravens, and an MVP of the league and a, and an MVP of the league. So that's why the Ravens owner is mad. That's the only reason he's mad because now you can't because we're the Ravens are known for not playing paying players. Correct. We know that they don't want to pay players. And now that you have a quarterback that's coming up, and you have a quarterback that's in your division that is getting fully guaranteed, you have to top that. And the Ravens don't want to give that money up because. Well, Lamar Jackson, even though he's good, he still hasn't got he hasn't gotten them there yet. Martin he Luther Mayo got the job done. Martin Luther Mayo hate to yes, turn sir. this to, to the race thing, but it's because Lamar Jackson, black quarterback. Oh man! Uh, at at this are. point, at this point, I'm gonna I have say, a dream. I'm gonna say dollars and cents is the only color that matters. Nothing to do with race. I think that they are doing economics. And they're realizing the NFL is getting closer and closer to guaranteeing contracts into a player's league. And once that happens, man, like they said, who in the hell left the gate open? Changes, things are going to change. So I do not think it's a race issue. Oh, uh, the overline issue. Now, underline it could be. But I think they realize now it's going to be more guaranteed contracts. It's going to be more quarterbacks, more uh, uh, NFL players getting guaranteed money up front. And Deshaun Watson – is a trailblazer, you know? So I, I don't think it's a race thing. Even though 30, 30, 30 owners are all white in a black yeah. man's sport, but it ain't a race. Yeah, I, I don't think it's a race thing. I think it's just a situation <laughs> thing. And what Pete talked about economics and Mel talking about economics. I have an MVP who's 24. He didn't seen Pat Mahomes get his money. He didn't seen this dude That's get his Allen. money. Yeah, Josh Allen. Then he seen Deshaun mm-hmm. Watson, who ain't played getting two hundred thirty million, with a whole bunch of court issues going on. It's like, oh, I, I, I can go to the table now. I can ask for four hundred guaranteed. Pat Mahomes wasn't guaranteed. He got four fifty. And truth be told, people don't know this. Mel, you can fact check me. Josh Allen got more guaranteed money than Pat Mahomes. Yes, he did. Yeah. So like, I don't think mm-hmm. it's a, a race issue. It just, I agree also with him a little bit. The Sean Watson shouldn't be the guy like that. Why? He a top five quarterback, Mac. He a top five quarterback me, before he played. Go ahead, Pete. He's a so, top so five quarterback before he you, – you, you not coming back top five, taking a year and a half off. I don't care. Before allegedly pulling his crank out. Yeah. So I don't know about – that's what I'm saying. It's hard, it's hard to do that in any sport. That's why, like, in the NBA, NFL, they all you got to get his timing back. So starting next year, he's not a top five quarterback. I can name you five quarterbacks that's better than him already. No, you can't. Now, now, can I say this? Yes. Um, can can we bring him in as a rookie quarterback? Can we look at Can we look at Deshaun as a rookie quarterback? I mean, because let's say you, he he took a year off, his body is fresh, right? He all he has to do, he's already it's it's just like a kid in the transport portal. Can we look at Can we look at Deshaun like a kid in the transport portal? No, oh, we cannot. We, we cannot because years and kids and transfer portal do not set out years anymore. You play you play okay. last year a year, so it doesn't work. Not not this year, you don't have to, but in the past you did, correct? Like yeah, like 15 years ago. 
Okay. So like like oh, last just, year. Just, <laughs> like last just say, year. Just say, just say, just say, just say, just say he just he just took a year off, but a game within the game. Understand this. The Browns are in their division. Yes, yes, so, yes. Hey, so now the Browns have the money to spend. Hey, now I'm gonna push your hand. Either you're gonna lose your quarterback or you're gonna pay your quarterback and be upset. So you either gonna push this money across the table or you're gonna lose your quarterback and I ain't gotta deal with him. Because now I got the top quarterback well next to Joey B because Joey B is in that division too. Yeah, that's what I'm Out. saying. That's what hey, I'm saying. Hey, hold on, Shell. Y'all started one, two, and three. It ain't one, two, <laughs> one, two. You're doing Real that quick. Rodney stuff. Go ahead, I got Shell. you. Real All quick. Right. I was going to ask Pete this. this is it. So, Deshaun mm-hmm. Watson, top five quarterback. He ain't even the top two quarterback in his division. Who's the best quarterback in his division? Oh, whoa, whoa. Says who? Who the best quarterback in his division? Who the best quarterback in his division? I, I would I, I could I would go with Lamar Jackson, but we also got Joe Barrow, who was just in mm-hmm. the Super Bowl. Yes, too. And we got a former MVP. The Shawn ain't done none of that. Um, Lamar Jackson, he was an That's MVP three. MVP. That's three. No, no, the same. The two, it's two, it's two. Yeah, Lamar Jackson, yeah. Joe Burrow. So that's what I'm saying. The Sean Watson's third in a division. How he top five in the league? Only because he didn't play last year, Mac. Let, let me let, let me let me throw some game out at y'all. Who's the number? Do y'all know who the number two quarterback who got the most guaranteed money in the league is? No, I would tell you, Kirk Cousins. Oh. And nobody say nothing when Kirk Cousins got all that money in Minnesota. Kirk Cousins mm. ain't even a top ten quarterback, and Kirk, mm. Kirk Cousins has more guaranteed money mm. than anybody but Deshaun Watson. Let, let's think about it that way. And, and, and Deshaun and, and Kirk Cousins ain't in the same league as Deshaun Watson, and it ain't nothing you can say about that. I will say this. If Deshaun Watson, <laughs> Kirk Cousin broke everything, he got like 90 million guaranteed. Yeah, 90 million guaranteed in Minnesota. He was the first guy to do this. The yeah, first guy to do this, coming from a from a from a weak team in Washington, who's my team, and goes to Minnesota and broke every record. Nobody got more money guaranteed than, than yeah, Kirk Cousins, racism. except except for Deshaun Watson. And Deshaun Watson is two times a quarterback, if not three times a quarterback. It's Kirk Cousins. I know I keep messing y'all up, but Mel always want to fact check me. For the past, since 2015, I'm looking on my phone, Kirk Cousins has started every single game he's played in. That's not a backup. I ain't saying they're backup. He got more money than Sean Watt. He got more money than Aaron Rodgers guaranteed when he signed that deal. He's not better than Aaron Rodgers. He's not better than Tom Brady. I know. He's not better than Josh Allen. He's not better than, than Joe Burrow. He's not better than any of these guys. I know Burrow's on a rookie contract. But I will say, I will say that, that Deshaun Watson, before he set out, was better than all of these guys, man. And you know it. And his stats show it to prove it. He played on a crappy team with a terrible coach. Pete, where you at on that? Can I? Yes, that, that's, that's my thing. Deshaun Watson was in Houston putting up top five quarterback numbers with every year less with less than everybody else right people 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 were literally coming on like how's Deshaun Watson doing this I mean he's 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 literally throwing to guys that we didn't even know that were second and third and fourth round picks yeah D-Hop. D-Hop was his only big time and then, and then and then he had D-Hop of course and that was you know that was his escape route you know but you know D-Hop is great too well, we thought D Hop was great. What has D Hop done in 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 Arizona? That, that, that is my one, point. One ball. A great quarterback will make a great receiver greater. A great quarterback will make a good receiver greater. And I think D Hop is great. 
But I will tell you, he's been he was better with Deshaun Watson than he was with Kyler Murray because Kyler Murray ain't the same caliber quarterback as Deshaun Watson. Well, and by the way, Houston it. made the playoffs with Deshaun. Houston yeah. is a terrible franchise, man. <laughs> they are. And when Deshaun Watson got there, they became relevant. And now and they we, he took a year off because he out there pulling this crank out allegedly, which he has been cleared of all criminal, all criminal charges. Now we're just dealing with civil stuff. But the truth of the matter is, we look, when, when you're away from the game, people don't think about you the same way when you're in the game. And Deshaun Watson was a guy that can do everything. He can make plays. He can throw the deep ball. He can read the defense. He can he can stretch he can stretch a play. This guy is a real running. Do everything. He can do everything. And he won a national championship in college, Mel. Mel, Mel, uh, we ain't talking about college. Tell, tell them about Michael Vick. Give him, give him a story on Mike. Like, y'all can like Deshaun Watson, Michael Vick. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hey, hey, Michael Vick was great, but he, Michael Vick, what are we talking about? What he Michael, Michael Vick was Michael, the best quarterback in the league when he was playing, Matt. Before exactly. he saw Michael Vick. He was what? the best athletic quarterback in the league. Y'all cannot, I'm a Mike Vick fan, but y'all can't do this. Don't do this. Mike was what good. I, Mike was an athlete. What he I will. What I will yeah, tell you, in my, in my limited knowledge of the Sean Washington's game, is that this young brother has been out for 12 months, accused of about 15 sexual assaults, and they gave him some guaranteed money, like y'all tell me game. He's a bad man. And ain't no clear of all of those, though. Yeah, he don't know clear, not clear. I'm just telling you, if these white folks gave his brother this type of money to come back after he sit out a year, his potential has to be off the charts. I think his production's been off the charts, Mel. Not his production, not his potential. He has shown what he can do in the NFL. But you got to realize that when you leave for a while, some people count you out. And for some reason, I was surprised because when I saw them giving this money, I was real confused. I like I, I figured they sneak, ease him back in like they do McDab, like they did T.O. I thought they ease him back in the league. But he got a mega contract coming out the gate. So either he's that good, they know something we don't know, or I don't know. I've never seen I I was real surprised when I saw what was his contract, y'all? Did anybody speak up on it? 230 million guaranteed. 230 million like, guaranteed. And he ain't played at least 12 months, right? He missed a whole yes. he missed the whole Yeah. And he was under contract. He missed one season. He missed one season. He was under contract negotiations when he left, right? So to, to me, he got the same contract or better that he would have got before all this. Right? I don't I, No, yeah. I think you got the same contract. That's what I said. That, ahead, what I, so yes. I said he got the same contract or better. So the answer is yes, right, TT? Yes. Go ahead. Right. Man. So that's what I'm saying. He got the same contract or better, which is crazy to me. No job in America can you get accused of 16 violations, sit out your job for a year and get the same contract or better. So no, either no, this man no. is that good. That's you a lie. In corporate America, more. you can do that. You no. can't get more or better. You, Why? You get, Tell me, give me an example, please. Listen, if you are great at your job, <laughs> if Jeff Bezos right now got accused of sexually assaulting 150 women and left Amazon, he could start another company and get all the money he wants. Elon Musk can do it. I'm telling you now, the yes. body of work is better than the accusations that he was accused of I, and cleared I, of. We agree with you on that, but he's not going to get that next year. He's not wow. going to be accused of all of this 
set out a year, and somebody gonna offer him one hundred fifty billion dollars. So, 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 if it was Jeff Bezos or Elon Musk, you mean to tell me you're gonna just erase everything they've done to be successful in business for one year? You are gonna slow his ass down? Yeah, he might. I don't know. I don't know if you still got it like that. Yeah, especially uh, after one year. Yeah, if you're a business, yeah, you could take three months out. Like, oh, you still got the itch? You still feeling it? What's going on? We gotta ease you back into this. Uh, you don't come back. So, you don't come back on your first day, and they can you everything you missed for three months. You heard of a term called sabbatical? Yes. That's when somebody say, "Hey, I'm tired. I'm burned out of working. I can't do it no more. I need to take six months off." You mean to tell me in business if somebody said, "Hey, I want to take a sabbatical. I'm burned out. I'm tired." I need a break. Ain't nobody going to come back and recruit that person to be the number one person in their field if they left as the number one or top five in their field? You will, but you won't pay them as they beat the dude who won the national championship last year or the, or the finals last year. You'll bring them back 100%, but you're not going to pay them more than anybody else who was in the field that won the championship or had the highest award. And uh, You're not doing that. Final cool. thoughts, man. Uh, and then final you thoughts. I'm really, I'm really, I, I'll tell you again. I'm happy for anybody getting their money. I want everybody to get paid, but I also got to realize you got to prove it. So no matter what he does, he's going to have to prove it this year. All we're doing is speculating. Come, what is this month? This month is April. Four months from now will be August. Five months from now will be preseason. Wisdom is proven over time. I wish the brother luck. And if he wants to donate to any foundation, tell him to hit me on my DM. <laughs> What you got? What you got, Coach? Man, I want Deshaun, man. Good luck this season. Like I say, you just keep doing what you you've been doing. You ain't got you ain't got switch nothing up. You've been killing the league. Everybody know you've been killing the league. You got your bag. You have better players in Cleveland, and you have an owner and GM who wants you there. So do your thing, young man. So I ended with this: live life. Have fun, be happy, and love. Here's my final final thought on it. Deshaun Watson's, what, 25 years old, 26 years old? And if I'm in business, there's a little bit of game. If I'm in business and I'm in sales or I'm in operations, whatever it is, and I'm in the prime of my career, and I take a year off, and I have proven receipts that I've got the job done, not at a good level, but at the highest level possible, there's not a company in the world that would not take me and pay me over what I'm worth, or at least what I can be worth to come impact that company in the same way I've done it before. I'm not at the end of my career. I'm in the prime of my career. That's the difference with Deshaun Watson. He ain't Tom Brady. He's in the prime of his career. I think he can get it done. So look, I'm going to end with this. We had some sad news this weekend. I'm down here in Miami and uh, Dwayne Haskins, uh, quarterback for the for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Um, he was drafted number one overall. Well, excuse me, the first pick for the Washington Commanders um, from Ohio State. Set single season touchdown records at Ohio State. Tragically passed away uh, this past weekend in Miami. Um, ran out, allegedly ran out of gas and was uh, trying to cross 595 here in Miami or well, Fort Lauderdale area where I live at and got hit by a dump truck. Super tragic. Um, prayers, shout outs goes out to his family. Uh, all of us here at Game Within the Game give y'all our condolences. Let me ask y'all this. With, with his limited time in the league, I've been watching a lot of TV, 
when a lot of uh, people give not giving their condolences, but a lot of good stuff coming out of Dwayne Haskins. Uh, Coach Pete, you got any final words on Dwayne Haskins? God bless him. Rest in peace, brother. Um, has that impacted you just last week at all? Yeah, I mean, you know, my my thing is, I, I look at it, it's, it's a tragic event that happened, you know, that took his life. But I think about all the work and sacrifice and everything that everybody put in and and for for something like that to happen man i mean it's that that's a lot because i mean we all know we all know we 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 around pros we know pros y'all were pros i mean you know the work that goes in right you know you know everything that you gotta that you put in day in and day out and for all of it just to be taken away like that, just on a freak accident. I believe it was a freak accident. I've never seen, what is it, I-95? Uh, 595, it's, it's just off of I-95. It's a, it's a corridor between I-95 and I-75. How many lanes is it? it, it it's a big highway, my brother. It's about five or six lanes. Bro. Is that a decision? Yeah. That's, that's all I got. Yeah, <clears throat> nah, it definitely impacted me being so close to his age. You know, all y'all didn't live 10 plus years than me or whatever, but understand what he got going on with kids and all that. Cause the craziest thing that happened the other day, <clears throat> there's a similar situation with him. I was driving back home in the gym. We got 285 here. It's like six lanes, but this car was just stopped. And I don't know what happened or whatever. I'm like, I'll pray and hope they don't get out. There's no way they're going to make it to the other side if they got out the car. So like that, I, I literally said that because I almost hit the car in front of me, and what other ten other cars had to stop because this car was just stopped in the middle of the highway where everybody's going six. But to get out your car and do that, it, uh, it's kind of tough to do. But it impacted me being so young with a lot of life and other things. You no, know, we know him as a football player. People know me as a basketball player, but in my life right now, I'm going on to other things. And I'm pretty sure he was going to go on to other things that could impact other people and impact the community in different ways. So it's so unfortunate. What do you think, Mel? Uh, my favorite thing is, man, life is short, super short. And I always live every moment, man. When, when you put on my tombstone, man, they're going to say, Mel C did everything he dreamed about, everything that I phantomed about, everything I prayed about, everything that came to my eyes, I did, man. And I enjoy it, and I teach my family, my kids to do the same thing. I'm like Martin Lawrence when he said, uh, run to LA, and the one, the one before that, he said, I'm going to ride this thing till the brakes fall off. So I'm going to do everything that I ever dreamed about. And I tell everybody that comes in contact with me, live your life, because it's so short. You can't buy no more time, man. So I'm going to live my life. I'm going to enjoy it. Don't care what nobody think about me. They can say I'm cocky, arrogant. Man, I'm going to live my life, and the people around me, I'm going to show love to. And we can enjoy it. And the people who didn't get to do that, I'm going to pray for them. And if I can inspire anybody while they're watching me, while they listen to me, I'm going to tell them, man, you got one life. And, and I wrote a book. I ain't finished it yet. It's called Life is Not a Scrimmage. It ain't no practice run. You get run, run. One time, one event. So do everything in your power to accomplish your dreams, fulfill your goals, follow your destiny, and encourage other people around the way. So that's, what I, that, that's my two cents. That's some great words right there, uh, Mel. Thank you. RIP to Dwayne Haskins. God bless his family, his kids, still a nation. We're sorry for your loss. Please remember him. Uh, He's one of those guys that did a lot in 24 years 
of his life. I want to end on a good note. A uh, couple of couple of shout outs. Um, Keontae Brown Jackson was the first black woman Supreme Court justice appointed to the Supreme Court. That's a huge accomplishment. Shout out to you. I hope you do nothing but great things. It's a big time. It's a it's a big moment in American history. Uh, congratulations. Now I got a personal shout out to my man Oscar Ordialis, who just got married. Kids like a son to me. Uh, to his wife, Kristen. I wish y'all nothing but the best. 100 years of happiness. America, this is the game within the game. We got Mel C back with us. We love you, brother. We miss you. Keep on coming back. Coach Petey, you know you're my main man, 50 grand. And Mr. CBS himself, Shelvin Mack. We got some heat coming for y'all next week. Stay tuned with us. We love y'all. Game within the game. Peace. Peace. Hey, speaking of which, I know.